you have arrived at your destination. Like, <laughs> do you remember a DeLorean? <laughs> Check the settings. We're good. <clears throat> Hi, Willow. What are you doing? Willow's here. Yeah. She's always here. She's always here. She's always in the background. Hoss, what time is it? It's time to... We're here. It's video game o'clock. Yeah. It's time for the new Struck Podcast. I was closer than usual that time. Closer than usual that time, at least. Uh, yeah, it's time for the new Struck Podcast. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Res. Yeah. From 1999? Uh, 99 or 2000. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the others. Yeah. It's one uh, but recently, I'll know by the time we talk about exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, recently released, however, uh, on the Oculus and VR. Uh, is it all VR platforms? Or? Uh, yeah. It was uh, It was released uh, last fall uh, as Res Infinite, mm-hmm. uh, which was, other than the Xbox 360 port from 2007... Mm-hmm. Uh, the only way to get the game other than uh, the Dreamcast or the PS2. Right. Um, the uh, Res Infinite was basically a patched up version of it. They actually added a new area called Area X mm-hmm. uh, that runs on Unreal Engine 4. But this is actually the best way that you can play Res. But they ended up bringing Res Infinite. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a PlayStation VR game. Right. Uh, but also could just be played with a controller like normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have brought the game, uh, that version to Oculus, uh, Steam, uh, other marketplaces right. as well. Um, right. And it's uh, it's Vive and Oculus enabled as well as standard PC play. Sure. Uh, so this is the version that I would assume will be the last mm-hmm. version of Res. Right. Um, and it's a hell of a version. <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll talk about that yep. version of the game Mm-hmm. And just Res itself, where mm-hmm. it came from, its origins, all that kind of fun stuff. Yes. We're going to talk about Mizuguchi and all the cool stuff that he's done cool. um, for rhythm, for synesthesia, as he <laughs> likes to call it. Interesting. Um, and, you know, Interesting a, word. <laughs> he loves that word. Uh, he cool. Just to let you know how fucking insane this guy is, when he was first showing off uh, Res Infinite... In VR for the PlayStation VR, he had these MIT students make this entire suit right. that you could wear. Yeah. That had sensors all over it so that you could feel the game. Hmm. Um, which is actually, and it's not the first time that he had ever experimented with Res in this way because the Dreamcast and the PS2 version of Res mm-hmm. used this thing called the Trance Vibrator. Right. That looks sort of like a big battery brick attached to a cable right. that you would put on your body as you played the game. <laughs> right. And it would. And people would just. It's like a rumble pack for you, basically, right? <laughs> you could rumble it wherever you wanted, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> a real rumble pack, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, so that's that's a weird little bit of something. Uh, <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. So uh, let's move on. Uh, do you have any news? I have one bit of news, but if you have anything, uh, we can talk about that. Let's go ahead and talk about your news first. Okay. Uh, the Switch is, or Nintendo is being sued over the detachable Switch controllers. Uh, so apparently, there's 
some patent that's uh, coinciding with theirs or is not um, lining up. I don't know. Oh, third parties are suing them because they can't make Joy-Cons. Probably. That's probably what it is. um, But yeah, so... um, Whoever is suing them with that, they'll lose. Yeah, I don't see that. Nintendo is a... they're, They're lawsuit giants. They hardly ever lose any of these things. Um, I, have they ever lost a lawsuit in the entirety of the, uh, probably like one, maybe like it. Oh, Blockbuster. They lost a Blockbuster. That was the only one. Yeah. Yeah. They lost the Blockbuster over the rental thing. That was it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, there is new news. <clears throat> um, today as we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, AMD has rolled out their new video cards. Okay. The Vega series. The Vega series. That's been. Okay. Oft delayed, mm-hmm. um, but they have a new uh, uh, the fifty six and sixty four Vega cards, mm. um, which are the competitors to the uh, GTX ten seventy and ten eighty, mm-hmm. um, and they're really competitive price point wise. They're four hundred or five hundred dollars. Right. The cool thing is, from all the benchmarks that are out there, uh, not overclocked or anything. Mm. The fifty six. Is faster than 1070 and costs the same money. Right. But slower than a 1080, but not yeah. by much. Right. And the 64 is faster than a 1080 in pretty much every test on every game. Right. And is actually a little bit cheaper. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's... It, things could get competitive real quick. Right. And also, AMD is doing some cool bundles. Like, I think they're giving away the new Wolfenstein that's not even out yet and oh, wow. Prey. Wow. Uh, so they'll give you a... Obviously, a code for Wolfenstein, and when it comes out, you get it. Right. Uh, but that's kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> I hate to fucking say it, <laughs> I heard Sonic Mania is really good. Oh, yeah? Oh, no. <laughs> I heard it's, like, good. Um, you know, it's possible. I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's possible. The only reason I'm when, somewhat... When, when did you become the Sonic guy on this podcast? When did this occur? <laughs> I don't even think I'm going to buy Sonic Mania. I don't even like Sonic. No. That's but I do like... Yeah. I would like there to be a good competitor out there in the mm. 3D platformer space. Right. I think it would force Nintendo's hands to do crazier shit. Right. I agree. Um... You know, the fact that, like, Mario is their only 3D series, and they only wheel it out, like, once every five years. Yeah. And all the other series, to save money, they're just like, guess what? All these Yoshi games and Kirby games are 2D. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's fine that there's 2D games. I'm not saying that that's bad. Sure. But you need some more stuff. And I guess they got Metroid Prime coming back, which is good. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's like, it, it does like service to have you know multiple things. So the Sonic Mania is mm-hmm. the 2D game. This is the competitor uh, right. that you know it's the contemporary of 16-bit Sonic. Right. So and I don't think that that other Sonic, that Sonic, what the fuck ever, uh, the 3D one. <laughs> the I don't think th- that yeah. one looks good at all. Right. Yeah. But my the thing that that is getting my brain going is that if Sonic Mania turns out really well, mm-hmm. and then maybe a 3D Sonic game in the next couple of tries turns out to be really good yeah and you squeeze out a couple more sonic manias that are okay it might reinvigorate a genre that has honestly been a little tepid a little tepid (laughs) unless it's one of those like fucking like death simulators like super meat boy there's not really been a lot of shit going on right yeah no um you know in that entire genre for quite a while Yeah. yeah um there's been some stuff as far as like 
games that have platformer trappings, but they're really just puzzle games. Right, yeah. There's been some good stuff there. Like, right. that remake of A Boy and His Blob was yeah. really good. And there's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, pure, just run-and-smile platformers, not really been a lot of those. No, like, the Rayman series has probably been pretty good. But they, yeah, 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 I liked yeah. Legends and Origins. Yeah. Those were really good. Yeah. And I think they're making another one, yeah. which would be good. Yeah, Legends had a had a rhythm vibe to it as well. It did. It had a very there's good rhythm vibe. Like the Black fa- Betty level. The, ba- the Black Betty level is great. Uh, there's actually, like, four uh, or five different music levels yeah. in there that are really cool. The, uh, is it, is it Eye of the, is it like the Hispanic, or the, the Spanish Eye of the Tiger? Yeah. Makes, yeah, I love that one. That one's cool. Yeah. Like, that's super rad. Uh, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a few shining stars out in there, but you're I I, I agree. Maybe something new would be nice. You know? Uh, just you know, something... more more people taking a swing at the mm-hmm. king is yeah. always a good yeah. thing. I'll tell you with the Sonic team. I'll tell you one thing that they get right every time. <laughs> every time doesn't matter what like Sonic only has sex with humans. Well, yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, but no, uh, the logos. Every Sonic logo is good. Every single one of them. It's kind of shocking. I would say Sonic and the Black Knight's yeah. a bad logo. I can't remember that one, but that that's a bad game. I'm gonna Google too. this right now. We're gonna do this live. Alright, all right, we're gonna do this live. Check out Sonic and the Black and the Black Knights. <laughs> hear, hear him typing? That's him typing Sonic and Black Knight logo. That's a bad logo. Uh let's see that. That's a bad logo. It's not a good logo. That's a bad it's, logo. It's very dull and wow, they just like kinda dulled up the Sonic too, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. But the Sonic still looks good, regardless of the, of the boring... <laughs> What's good font? Right, yeah, but yeah. It's you a, can't really crap up a good font. Yeah, it's a bad logo. Okay, so Bl- Black Knight, that's their one scar. Uh, the rest of them, they look good. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that Lost World logo, real good. Right, Lost World uh, logo. Shame there was no dinosaurs in right. that. Yeah. Missed yeah. opportunity. Yeah, m- miss, missed opportunity with that. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting that uh, they always manage to get that right, at least. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's it for Sonic uh, Mania, right? Unless yeah, and that's that's that. really all I had to say on that. Is that like I haven't played it yet? It actually got delayed slightly. I believe it doesn't come out officially until the 29th Now I think it was supposed to come out tomorrow. Sure. Uh, which, as of this recording, would be the fifteenth. Right. So yeah, uh, I think it got pushed two weeks. Yeah. I think it's for like optimization patches on specific platforms. They didn't want right. like one version to be fucked up. Right. Um. So yeah, but that's that's kind of all the news I have. Like cool. exciting new video card shit. Mm-hmm. Good pricing. I, yeah. I'm hoping that it causes them to start fighting. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> we win. We win whenever whenever competition it, It's going to do one of two things. It's going to yeah. make them pump out better cards and more of them mm-hmm. with higher availability. Right. Or it's going to cause them to start cutting prices, cutting prices. which is, yeah. considering these cards just rolled out this week, yeah. they'll cut prices! <laughs> so. Yep. Uh, competition always uh, benefits the consumer. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about what we have played this week. Uh, what have you played this week? I have played Metroid uh, Fusion. On uh, my crappy SP screen, uh, the old, I forgot how bad that Game Boy SP screen. That is. side lit screen is woof. Woof! It's so brutal. Like I forgot how bad it. I can't play it for longer than like like I, I I've had about twenty minute play sessions, and that's about as long as I can. You go. can borrow my DS yeah. Lite. I might be. I might do that. I'm it's not sure. Bright. It doesn't. It yeah. doesn't have any of the problems. Yeah. It just. It, it's just such a bad screen. So. I might borrow that just because it's a uh, it's a really brutal screen. Well, there it goes. I'm gonna mute that. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, but no, um, 
Metroid Fusion, uh, it's a good game. It's a good game, uh, Haas, as you said. Um, I'm on I, I would argue it's one of the best. It's really, it's, it's really cool. I like the, uh, I like the mechanic of, uh, uh, you basically taking the, uh, the, the X virus in as, mm-hmm. as like, uh, your health and stuff. But if you miss it, it can like power up an enemy that's next to you. Yep. Like so, and bring shit back from the dead. Yeah. And yeah. create problems mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. So you so, want to suck yeah. up that 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 stuff. And so. I find that it makes you be way more mobile in mm-hmm. the screen. You're not just yeah. like, well, I don't need those missiles. I'll just keep walking. Right. Yeah. But you know, you you end up uh, you know just kind of banging around a little bit more than you would otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like the grapple where you grab onto the side. Mm-hmm. That's that's completely new for. I think any Metroid is it, is any Metroid done uh, that? Or, AM2R does it? AM2R, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, yeah, Fusion's cool. I'm on the Sector Four, mm-hmm. which I think is the third sector you go into. I know yes. that's confusing, but <laughs> like, but yeah. So I'm on the third sector. Um, yeah, uh, a little bit weird with the uh, missile hit detection. I uh, for some reason could, like two times I tried to use a missile on an enemy that you're supposed to use a missile on, and it didn't work. And I was like, what the fuck? And then, like, I looked up a video real quick, and it was like, oh, yeah, you are supposed to use a missile on it. But for some reason, like, it, I, like, wasn't hitting it correctly or something, or it was just off the side, or... A lot of the uh, enemies in yeah. that need to be hit in the undercarriage. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like that. It was like, oh, you weren't hitting the right spot. So, yeah. like, when I see the missile go, dink, I just think, well, missiles don't work. Yeah. So <laughs> I was a little bit uh, like, oh, whoops. Um, but, yeah, so you have to kind of aim it a little bit more correctly or whatever. To this day, um, I'm still astounded that yeah. uh, the world was blessed with two of the best Metroid games on the same day. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. That's so insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was when they were Metroid crazy, too. Like, like Nintendo was pumping well, Metroid. Well, after having not put the... a Metroid game out through the entire duration of the N64's lifespan. Right, yeah. It was just like, yo, here's Metroid Fusion, here's Metroid Zero Mission, we re-released the standard Metroid as one of those NES classic cartridges right. and then here's for the Met- GBA. And, and then here's Metroid Prime on the cube. Prime, just, Prime 2, Prime 3, yeah. and you were like, wow, this is awesome. Other M, mm. <laughs> Federation Force, mm. did, did Other M just straight up, like, murder the whole franchise? Did they not want to put it out after that? Um, I don't like, think, I don't necessarily know if yeah. I would say that. I would just say that other than the guys at R&D 1 that championed that franchise, right. nobody else ever really knew what to do with it or cared because it didn't sell well in Japan. Mm-hmm. And we kind of talked about this, I think, on one of our Zelda episodes before, yeah. is that uh, The Legend of Zelda up until Ocarina of Time mm-hmm. did not sell well in Japan. No, yeah. It was one of those fucking American series <laughs> that sells well, just like Metroid. Right. And it it made a lot of the decision making. Yeah. Zelda 2. Yeah. And Metroid 2 being a Game Boy only game and just mm-hmm. weird stuff that you're like, yeah. what are you doing? doing like <laughs> yeah you like, understand this franchise yeah. is like a really big deal right? right it was like the earth it's like earthbound like earthbound did not sell well in america mainly because they packaged it with a giant freaking uh you know strategy guide up in the price to like a hundred bucks so no one bought it because Granted, were, that cartridge was really expensive yeah to make. that's what i'm saying the cartridge was really expensive to make plus they after after that on top of it because they didn't want them to, they, they they thought Americans weren't gonna like like the RPG style because RPGs weren't taking off yet. That didn't happen until like 
Final Fantasy VII, that's when they really took off in America. Like, yeah. for real. Like, there, there were some outliers that loved Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy III and all that stuff, but... Yeah. Like, the, I mean, I would it, say three slash six yeah. is where a lot of people got the bloodlust. Yeah, yeah. And then seven was where it exploded, I think. Well, and then right. I would say the combination of yeah. seven and Pokemon. Yeah. Within yeah. a year of mm-hmm. each other, both coming Very out. True. It's yeah. kind of a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. That 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 like seven got all like the, the cat like the casual teen gamers that were like, Oh, this is great and then Pokemon was just the kids. Like they like that's when that got all the children into the into the RPG aspect real early. So. Well, and it's crazy. I mean, like, you know, I would actually like to sit down and do an episode just on this. Just one simple topic. Yeah. How fucking prolific Square was on the PlayStation. Yeah. And a lot of it is out of a flailing panic. Yeah. <laughs> because of how much money they were spending on that movie. And they oh, ran yeah. the movie didn't come out until 2000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were already trying to recoup this money. Right. In fear that it wouldn't that it make would... money, and they were fucking right. right. It almost bankrupted <laughs> the entire company. Yeah, yeah, because that was the most expensive movie, like, almost ever made. But they <laughs> like, were insane. In, in the PlayStation 1 era, and it's the thing that, like, once they acquired IDOS, Square has a much more diverse catalog than a lot of people give them credit for. Right. Because, you know, Hitman and Tomb Raider, well, not Hitman anymore, but Hitman right. and Tomb Raider and uh, Just Cause, and, you know, there's a lot of IDOS shit right. that is now Square Enix stuff that diversifies their catalog. Right. But really, when you think Square right now, you're kind of just thinking Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, yeah. uh, the spin-off Dragon Quest stuff, like Builders. For some reason, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that's not mystifying, a, mystifying me. that's still a franchise because I mean, what was the title? you would have thought you needed to put out games for it to be an active franchise? What was the title of their latest game? Oh, it, the uh, final chapter prologue. I think yeah. that it's just like, are you fucking trolling hey, me? Hang right on, now? I, I like <laughs> I happen to know some of the names of these games like, off the top of my head. Three fifty eight over two days. Oh, uh, Birth by sleep. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Revenant something. Uh, <laughs> that's the actual title. He's not. A, he's not recalling. It's called Revenant something. <laughs> like, that's the actual it's part. just fucking. No. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. But like, really, they're the square pantheon is yeah thin. Yeah. In the PlayStation One era, you had fighting games like Air Guys and fucking Toe Ball and Toe Ball Number Two, right? And uh, fucking Einhander, which is a fucking. Mm-hmm. 3D, uh, 2D side-scrolling shooter. Right, yeah. And just crazy shit. Uh, Chrono Cross at the time, too. Yeah, Chrono Cross, which was yeah. basically, it was their sequel to Chrono Trigger. Yeah. But it was a, like, an active time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, timing-based game. Uh, not Ooh. Valkyrie profile, but, uh, uh, fuck. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but, no, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Great Fencer Musashi, Xenogears. Yes. Uh, I mean, you know, and they're yeah. all so different. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Tactics. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, we should do a Chrono Cross episode. I'd love to talk about Chrono Cross. That'd be cool. Because uh, I play Chrono Cross. I never play Chrono Trigger. So really, I, yeah, never played Chrono Trigger. So I'm sad. Like I need to go back to that run because I'm yeah. halfway through that game. Yeah, dude, Chrono Trigger's fucking awesome. It is. It's great. Like it's just like I remember uh, someone doing a let's play of it that kind of like. It, it, we should talk about the Chrono series, actually. We could talk... I could talk... Yeah, it's only like two games. games. It's only two games. The Chrono series, and they're both, like, really good games. Very different from each other, which is interesting. Let me finish so, Chrono Trigger, yeah. and then we'll do it. All right, cool. Awesome. Because uh, I've actually played good. enough of Chrono Cross that, that I'm good on that one. Awesome. Cool. All right. Uh, that game... Chrono Cross somehow got a goddamn 10 from GameStop. That's so GameSpot. Weird. Yeah. 
Wow. Fuck off. <laughs> like, that game's not bad. Right. But a perfect 10. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Uh, that's a solid game. But anyway. Um, it's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. It's great even. Right. Like, it's an 8.5 to a 9. Sure. Yeah, just say 10. Just say 10. Yeah. Just like, I feel like you're trying to ride on the, the legacy of Chrono Trigger there a little bit. Uh, but anyway. Um, so... Uh, I also played, uh, the other thing I played was Samurai Showdown. I bought that, and I bought Mark of the Wurves. So, uh, I've been playing some of that. So, some Neo Geo, uh, stuff on my Switch. That's been fun. I've been playing so, some Neo Turf Masters. Yeah. I need to sit back down, I need to sit back down with, uh, Breath of the Wild. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> I've been playing these small, because I've, I've just been in my room, so it's just easier to play, like, smaller games in my room, so. Uh, you know, the fun I, thing is, if you... What I like to do is get myself to a shrine, yeah, and then put it to sleep, and the next time I want to play, a yeah. shrine maybe takes you ten minutes at most. Yeah, pick it up, do the shrine, yeah, turn it back off, turn it back off, yeah, and that, then the next time you pick it up, get yourself to a shrine, put it back to sleep. I've been doing that a lot like that. I've been doing that with with uh, fusion, but that's out of necessity. Uh, and when I was playing Shantae, I would just kind of like go in, boom out a section in like a in like a level, hit a save point, and then just boot it down and the rest later because it's just like I don't know just like smaller bursts seem to like interest me a little bit more than you had some uh, issues when you first got it with the weird thing on your uh, <laughs> yeah. but I mean like other yeah. than that how's your experience been so far it's been good it's been very good did you buy a case for that thing uh, I haven't yet no I'm gonna buy did a you buy case. screen protector for uh, I have not yet no <laughs> it's like, don't buy a screen protector don't <laughs> okay cool be like me be like you I don't put yeah. screen protectors on my phone yeah. fuck that shit I don't do that either I don't put them on my phone which uh, how often have you ever scratched a phone that's true I just I've had this phone for five years and I just now find finally cracked it so oh sweet uh it happens uh but it's only like the very bottom of it i can live with it but i need to trade this thing in because it's fucking five years old so yeah uh, you know it's like it's it's i was asking you two years ago like you didn't get a new phone sometimes <laughs> it's like no it still works like, just, well, just cause I, it still I, works <laughs> you're the only person i know that actively buys android so i'm like i want to see what the new samsung thing's like <laughs> uh if i can get a deal to where i don't pay for it which is basically just sign up your contract or whatever they don't give you they don't give contracts anymore you have to Did, buy the phones now really they don't give contracts anymore? So I have to put you on one of those next plans where it's like 20 mm. bucks a month to get your phone wow fuck that all right or um, you can buy it outright yeah all right, I might uh, I might save up and buy it outright, or I'm just gonna live with this phone for a long. Time. That's why your phone so, bill got cheaper, though. Yeah, yeah, it is why the phone bill because they don't do the contracts. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, the phone bill drops like a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like it was significant. And you didn't want to ask anybody about it. No, like, I, was I don't like, say anything. We're gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah, like oh, did it go down? I'm sorry. We meant to bump that up. <laughs> we meant to bump that up twelve percent. I apologize. Oh, great. That's <laughs> so why I'm not contacting the city because I know that I've crossed that bridge like several times and they haven't sent me a bill for any of the tolls yet. Why don't you just so, take 2nd Street? <laughs> like, I just, no, I, just, no I just crossed it a few times. It's just like, I, it's like it's like a few times. Like, I, I literally owe them like $16, but they just haven't contacted me. I think I owe them for one trip. <laughs> right. It's just like, it just, I was just like, ah, eh, fuck it. I don't feel like getting off on 2nd Street. I'm just going to keep going, so. Did you know. see that guy that got that really huge ass ticket because he had built this contraption that would cover his license plate no it looked like something that would come out of the batmobile <laughs> it would shoot out of the tailgate of his truck and, go, and cover up the license plate and then, why would you all right that's noticeable he really didn't want to pay that fucking that's toll. noticeable what he should have done is just have like a little flip thing that flips to a fake license plate on the back <laughs> oh because fucking misinterpreting yourself as anything else oh that's fine <laughs> He's also saying. dressed up like a police officer in a, in right. a fucking Crown Victoria. So. 
<laughs> He's perfectly okay. What have you been playing, Haas? Uh, I mean, I've been doing a lot of the same. I mean, Res mm-hmm. Infinite, obviously. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I beat Thumper yeah. in VR. Beat Thumper? Uh, yeah. I've been playing a lot of Robo Recall. Yeah. I, I've been playing VR a yeah. lot. I reset up my VR, I, uh, my... Yeah. Uh, my area's a lot better now. Yeah. Uh, the new PC runs it a lot better. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, at this point, I'm super sampling everything, which yeah. uh, makes the headset look clearer. Uh-huh. Basically, what I'm doing is I'm sending a 1440p image to a 1080p headset. Right. So you're getting way cleaner lines on everything. So a lot sure. of that blurring or that like kind of fade that you would get around the edges, uh-huh. that's all sharpened up. Okay, cool. Uh, so it just makes it look nicer nice um but yeah i've been doing that uh you know obviously battlegrounds yeah. uh me and eric yeah. and uh his lady friend heather mm-hmm. and my buddy jt uh if you've not been watching our twitch uh yeah stream uh <laughs> every night or uh, damn near every night around 10 o'clock we get online and play last night we were online until like fucking almost two in the morning <laughs> after saying you didn't want to stay up too late yeah <laughs> I had them leave my house to go home early, early, so that we could start early, and we just played for hours. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that game still fucking rips. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the other game that I've been playing a lot is Res Infinite, which uh, right. we'll be talking yeah. about as our topic oh. of the show. Right. Uh, but also Rhyme. Play a little bit of Rhyme. Yeah. Half. Oh yeah. yeah. We we should yeah. talk about that. Sure. I uh, right now for the next week. So even when you're listening to this, if you're listening to this the day that it comes out, yeah. Um, Gog, good old games. Oh, has a sale going on right now, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a loot box sale. Yeah. So it's called their Pinata Festival or whatever. You give them three bucks, mm-hmm. and they'll give you a pinata. Okay. Yeah, and then you go into the screen, and you hit the pinata, and a game pops out. Right. Uh, I bought three of them, because they're, mm-hmm. they're three bucks a piece. Right. I got the old Anno, like, 1404 game, mm-hmm. uh, which is... That's a way older game. That's like a fifteen, ten dollar game on GOG normally. Right. Uh, but still, for three bucks, not a bad deal. Right. I'm like, oh, okay, well, eh, it's not great. Yeah. Uh, I hit another one, and I got a game I already own. Right. Uh, but on Steam. But on Steam. Uh, and they do promise. Here's the other nice thing: is that they do promise no duplicates. Oh, cool. Yeah. So they won't. So they, they won't like pop out. You won't get two copies of Brother because you can't like give away these games yeah. right because yeah, yeah. once you open them it's not like Steam where it's like well here's a Steam code for this thing no it's like you right. bought it on Steam right uh, so I ended up getting a copy of Brothers which I already own mm-hmm. which is not uh, fine whatever and I'm like I'll try it one more time yeah. and I hit the button and I got a copy of Rhyme yeah. uh, for $3 yeah. so even if you say like fuck the other two games I paid $9 for Rhyme it's never been on sale for that cheap right yeah um, so the cool thing is for like the next week they're going to be doing this pinata sale uh, so $3 a pinata. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got Rhyme, and when you came over, uh, we went ahead and booted it up, uh, yeah. and that came not super well optimized. We tried no. running it on ultra, ultra 1440, we had to drop it down to high, which considering yeah. I have a pretty strong PC, I felt weird about. Yeah. But it, it, it was running fine at yeah. ultra. Right. Like if you're fine f- with games that float around 30, yeah. maybe a little sub 30. Right. Uh, but once we dropped it down to high, it was running 60. Mm-hmm. Um, and looks great. Um, all right, here's the description of what that game is. Yeah. It's the color palette and texture shading of firewatch. Yes. Except it's third person. Yeah. Your guy looks like the kid from Eco. Yes. A lot of the structures look like structures from Eco. Yeah. A lot of the traversal in the game is climbing walls and, you know, clambering up like Shadow of the Colossus meets Eco. Yeah. 
and a lot of the aesthetic and a lot of their environmental storytelling is journey. Journey, yeah. That's what this video the, the game is. The music is also very journey as well. Uh, in yeah. Braveheart. Braveheart, we noticed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's totally, like, the opening sailing song in that game is... Da -da 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 I'm like, uh, is William Wallace here? <laughs> he's, he's coming up. <laughs> William Wallace. William Wallace. Uh, but yeah, that game uh, seems really cool. We only ended up playing like maybe 30 minutes of it. Yeah. Uh, but that game looks yeah. really good. Mm -hmm. The crazy thing is, because it's Unreal Engine 4, that game's on everything. Right. So it's on the Switch. Mm -hmm. It's on the Xbox. It's on the PlayStation. It's on the PC. It's on Mac. I think it's even on fucking Linux. It's, right. It's everywhere. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Uh, I haven't played enough of it to say, like, I, I'm just going to take some stabs in the dark here. I bet this game's only a few hours long. Yeah. Yeah. I, That's I, a guess. Yeah, I would assume it's about a limbo. It's about a, a, an inside. It's, yeah, it's a those, long yeah. Hollywood movie length. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I'll, I'll say that. I think the traversal stuff's good. I think like so... The length of Braveheart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the length of the movie where they stole their soundtrack from. <laughs> yeah. um, but I would also say that, like, the... Don't come to this if you want something that's hard puzzle-wise. Right, yeah, no. I get the vibe that this is, like, the kinds of puzzles that we've seen... Mm -hmm. Yeah, very... Probably simple. not going to get much harder than that. It's no. just go here, experience the environmental storytelling, right. hit these buttons, yell at a statue, and then move on. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But I could be wrong. And these are just things that I'm trying to pull out of this from my initial experience. But right. given the fact that I played thousands of games and yeah. almost every game that's like this, I'm just assuming this yeah. is what this is like. There, there's a lot of games that are like this that are very much just a take a look at what we made. It's a pretty painting. Go through it. We want you to finish this. Yes, exactly. Journey, uh, journey is that way. You know? <laughs> if there's one thing about, like, you know, it... and. Granted, I know anybody who listens to the podcast, I spent almost all of 2016 ranting and raving about this. It's a thing that I salute Firewatch for. Right. Is that that game had a narrative mm -hmm. that it wanted to say, yeah. and it wanted you to get it all in as few sittings as possible. So that <laughs> game just moves. There yeah. are whole parts about that game where we're like, oh, we can tell you more storytelling here. Fuck it. It's the next day. <laughs> it's a week later. You know, like, whoa. What's going exactly. on here? Me and Delilah, we're getting pretty friendly. Getting pretty friendly. Right? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I think that game's cool. I'll I'll finish that before the next podcast, and I'll have more to say in it. I mean, I do cool. need to be playing things that are not player unknowns battlegrounds. Yes, you probably should be doing that. It's like unless we're just going to become the PUBG channel, and that's all we do. So, <laughs> but uh, one other thing is that, and I'm kind of teetering back and forth. Yeah, I might break and buy Elite Dangerous in VR. Okay. Yeah. I think it's going on sale on Humble today, and right. I think it'll be like 30 bucks for everything. Mm. And I really want to play that game in VR, because yeah. space fucking rips. <laughs> and yeah, after playing all this res, yeah. I... One, actually just playing all this VR here recently, like I just want more excuses to spend more time in it. It's... It's cool. It's awesome. It's cool. I, I want to play some more Robot Recall. I would love to play some more Robot Recall. Robot Recall yeah. is... That, it's one of the coolest fucking things. Like, it's, like, it's not like one of the best games I've ever played, but it's one of the coolest games I've ever it played. It has like this sense of immediacy to it that just feels mm. good and fun. Yeah. Uh, I had some friends over the other day. There, it was before you got here. Uh, some guys that I worked with at GameStop. Yeah. Uh, and one of their girlfriends, you know, they were all hanging out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so the first thing I did was... 
I said, okay, have you have any of you played VR before? No. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to boot up Robo Recall. I'm going to show you what I do in Robo Recall. Yeah. And then I gave him Showdown. And right. then I gave him Bullet Train. Right. And then I gave him Robo Recall. Yes. Uh, yeah. The sad thing is you can't get Bullet Train anymore. Really? Yeah. Is it just, so I can't delete it. You can't delete that off of here because you can't get it ever Yeah. Again. I mean, granted, you don't really need it, but I, right. I think it's a perfect bridge right. between Showdown, which is the visual. only looking around. Yeah, it's your visual uh, And Robo Recall, which is fully interactive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know that uh, bullet train does all the warping for you. You mm-hmm. don't have to worry about ammo. It's right. just you know yeah. it's fun. Um, but yeah, like I, I had gone a couple of months with like rarely using my VR. Right. And then I just noticed that like oh shit I missed there was a bunch of new stuff out like space pirate trainer like I think I'm finally gonna break down and buy that because it looks like Tron. Right. Um, and there's just a lot of stuff out that like I can't sell my VR. No. Yeah, yeah, I can't. You can't yeah, because yeah. think about it. They're selling an Oculus with Touch right now for 400 bucks. It's right. saying, like, I hated my VR. Right. It's not even worth it for what I'd fucking get back out of this thing. <laughs> so, and that and VR rips. And, right. like, uh, I'm excited that they're selling those Oculuses for 400 bucks mm-hmm. Because as cheap, it, as cheap as these headsets can get the fucking better, because right. more people will fucking buy them. Right. And, every, you know, when people are like, oh, I don't have a VR-ready PC at this point... Uh, pretty much anything you buy that says, like, gaming on it, it, right. it is VR-ready. Right. I mean, yeah. you only need a 970 video card, and that's fucking three years old now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's kind of my VR corner bit, but uh, the other yeah. game I've been playing is Res Infinite. Anything else you've been playing? Nope. We're good. Uh, I think it's time to move on to I, our... I one other thing I Okay, you want to do one more thing? Uh, no, it, it, I won't even say it for very long. Okay. I finally finished Glow. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, July. That was a good show. That was a good show. They renewed it for a second season. They so. did, they did. I liked it. They left it open. Like, they could have ended it there, but they had to leave it open. Uh, I think they okay. knew they had a hit on I think they knew. I think they knew that they were going to get something. Because, like, the, the vibe of it has been... It's just, like, ever, ever since uh, freaking Stranger Things, it's like anything that takes back to the 80s is just, like, it's gold. As long as... But, you know, because like, they're doing that Toys That We Grew Up With show that's coming out pretty soon. It's like a documentary series on toys of the 80s and stuff and like that's coming out on netflix so, like everything's going back to this. Or that piece of garbage trailer for ready player one that's just like <laughs> do you remember a delorean <laughs> that is the most schlocky bullshit <laughs> that's so funny because all uh eric and well eric hadn't been talking but his, his buddy ben they've been he's been talking about uh loving that uh recently and i'm just like yeah, cool. <laughs> I haven't I don't, really noticed. Well, and it, that kind of goes back to me. It's like, I have certain tropes that I like. Yeah. And I admit that I'm different than a lot of people in a lot of ways. But I hate feeling like somebody is just showing up throwing member berries at me. <laughs> I fucking hate that. Member berries is one of the most apt uh, uh, well, because things in a long time. Well, like, because it's what I was always trying to articulate. Yes, it it's was. How yeah. I would try to tell you, like, yeah. no, I don't. I used to love fucking Transformers, right? Yeah. But all this shit fucking sucks, <laughs> and you don't get it. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just like pulling the nostalgia card with me. Right. It just it really rarely works. Right. Yeah. It's why I was so blown away with a game like Wolfenstein: The New Order. Mm. 
Yeah. Is that I was like, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't think I could ever go home again. <laughs> Yet here I am. <laughs> and it's not about pulling the nostalgia card with that because you right. don't even have to call that game Wolfenstein. No. It doesn't have to be BJ Blaskowitz. Fucking Hitler's not even in that game. Yeah. It doesn't even need to be zombies. <laughs> right. I yeah. mean, not zombies, but or, uh, Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. It just, it just needs to be good right. and of a merit. It's like right. that Doom from last year. Mm-hmm. You could call that Devil Man. Yeah, Devil Man on Mars. Who gives a shit? <laughs> right, it's yeah. still good. Right, agreed. Yeah. It's the merits, it's not the reference. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, uh, you know, like taking it back to a certain aspect is is always good. You know, like you have Breath of the Wild taking it back to the idea of the original Zelda, but it's nothing like the original yeah. Zelda. You know, it's just just in the idea that like you can go wherever you want and it's, completely exploratory and that's it but if, if you put those two games next to each other and no one no one knew like no one would say that those yeah, things are related if you, you know? fucking uh, if you did some dumbass kids reacts video <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like yo you went out and bought a switch right that breath of the wild kicks a lot of dick right <laughs> well here's the original and they sit down and you're like what the fuck is what this what is this this is all blocky and stupid and dumb and one screen at a time and oh i can only use this blue candle once per screen sweet you know and i, yeah. I it to me like yeah like tying back to a lineage is fine but if you don't have the substance to back it up yeah. it's why i don't like family guy comedy yeah that's just references. It's just reference, yeah. It's not. It's it's not actually. It's why I don't like fucking robot chicken. Yeah. It's like, yeah, hey, we got Optimus Prime and he's masturbating. It's, like, <laughs> it's why it's why Stranger Things works is because it's not just referencing things. It's more taking a tone of things that you enjoyed in that time. Yes. Yeah. Clear example of that yeah. in the Stranger Things season two trailer, very beginning, they're playing Dragon's Lair. Yeah. And. They're not making a big deal about it. It's just right. that it's like, okay, I'm getting my... Mm-hmm. I can smell a time and a place in my brain now. Right, exactly. This is where they are. Right. And that's why that exists. Right, exactly. So, so, there you go. Boom. And, like, a lot of the references are just like, it's like an Aliens... It's like Aliens. It has Aliens-like things. It has things like E.T. It has things like... But, but it's not literally referencing, like, oh, it's just like E.T., right? Yeah. You know, you know, stuff like that. The so. the game uh, Until Dawn, yeah. I think, is a really good example of that mm-hmm. uh, because that has a three-act structure in it. Right. And it's like, you know, here's a horror movie that's your typical slasher movie. Right. Here's yeah. a horror movie that's, you know, this kind of... You know, like, right. here's your monster flick. Here's yeah. your version of The Descent. Right. You know, and it's... It's paced out in these different ways. It's not just The Descent or Friday the 13th. Right. They took their own spin on it, but it was evocative enough that you're like, ah, I'm getting... I'm I'm getting the smell here. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting vanilla like, notes. Right. <laughs> it's just a note of it. It's not cramming it down my throat. Yes. Yeah. You're yeah. not just saying like here's a fucking DeLorean. Agree. <laughs> Remember that? It's a bad car. Uh, terrible car. <laughs> terrible car. The owner, big cokehead. Big cokehead. <laughs> uh but anyway, uh let's go on to our topic of the day, shall we? Do you need to plug the thing I in? I do need to plug this thing in first. We'll be right back. Mitch. Steven. Do you like comic books? They're pretty good. Do you like me? Well, do you like you? Yeah. Well, you should listen to me and you on Bagged and Bearded talking about comic books on the DNN. That's pretty cool. It's pretty fantastic. It's free. Yeah. It's fun. 
what, what, like, is there anything about comic books or just about comic books? Do you do, like, maybe talk about story arcs? Yeah. Heroes? Yeah. Villains? Yeah. Writers and artists as well? Well, sure. Cool. Don't forget Eric Groovely's there. Yeah, he's sort of there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Bag and Bearded on the DNN. Every Wednesday. All right, and we're back, and it's time for our topic of the day. I hope you enjoy that ad break that I put in there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So promo code VD12, right? VD, yeah, promo code VD12. Go go get that. Uh, but no, guys, uh, let's go into our topic of the day, which is Rez from 1999. Uh, basically a Panzer Dragoon. Actually, 2001, I was a little oh, bit premature. Okay. Sorry. Right, sorry. A little bit later. 2001, so two years down the line, that's fine. Um, yeah, so what, what, what's the big deal about Rez there, uh, Alright, Rez is a really interesting, weird game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rez is, for those of you who are familiar with this, I, I'm gonna member berries you for a second. You gotta member berries? Uh, do you guys uh, remember Panzer Dragoon? Yes. Um, this game is very similar to Panzer Dragoon. Mm-hmm. In the sense that you are an object in this situation, you are a computer person mm-hmm. flying around in a computer simulation. Right. And the game is all rhythmic in nature, and you are adding to the soundtrack by killing people. Yeah. So every time that you shoot, it will it will cue off a note, right. and then when it hits someone, it will do another note. Right. So you're basically adding to the soundtrack. Yeah. And the way that you'll get the deepest integration of the soundtrack is by painting a full eight guys, and yeah. your reticle will say eight, yeah. and then you just release the button. Right. So it's not about like just aiming around and just jamming. It's not a, mm-hmm. it's not a jamming thing. It's about a... Uh, think of it more as like a painting yeah. uh, brush solution. Right. You want to brush along all the enemies, get them all comboed up. Before hitting the or and re- then, releasing the the paint. yeah and it'll be like don't down don't down down bang and then you'll and you'll end up basically what you're doing is you're fleshing out like a techno song right um, the the game originally came out on the Dreamcast it came out on the PS2 mm-hmm. um, the game wouldn't actually see a release again until 2008. Uh, on the Xbox Live Arcade, that's the only other port before this most recent version of Infinite mm-hmm. that we've ever had. One of the biggest issues with that 2008 port, like most people still played the PS2 and Dreamcast version of it over, over that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they cleaned it up a lot, 720p, uh, HD, yep. um, but the soundtrack was kind of fucked up. Yeah. Because Miz wasn't actually part of that Production, Right. He was on this one. Yeah. So a lot of the technology they actually used to make that soundtrack and the way that it would weave together mm-hmm. didn't fully work. And at certain stages more than others, the the, the gunshots and the, the soundtrack synesthesia wouldn't blend well. Right. Um, so if you were somebody that was way fucking into Rez, like the people <laughs> that like Rez are way fucking into Rez, yeah, you saw that version with like, oh, uh, fuck off. I mean, it was nice that you could get the game for 10 bucks. Right. As opposed to paying like, a hundred dollars for a Dreamcast copy, right? Uh, but for certain people, that just wasn't really good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, the the interesting thing about this modern port is that they still use all the same textures, right. uh, but you know, like on a pretty conservative video card, mm. I've heard you can actually super sample this thing on a computer at like sixteen k. Mm. 
onto a 1080p display, so everything right. is just, like, razor sharp. <laughs> um, which yeah. is obviously overkill, but it's an option. Right, right yeah. Um, and the game is just, it's this... A lot of this, there's a, there is a lore to this video game, okay. but it's something that, like, it's super buried. Okay. Uh, the creator of this actually went on to make a spiritual successor to this game called Child of Eden. Okay. It was on the PS3 and the 360. It was actually a Kinect game. Okay. Which is, uh, it wasn't bad. Uh, right. Because in the same way as, like, the head tracking works in VR for this one. Right. Uh, instead of being locked to a thumbstick of sliding this cursor around the screen. Right. You could just move your hand. Right. And paint over objects paint over and objects. then release. And right. it, it was almost like you were... Like, holding a ball and then just, like, pushing it forward. Like, right. if you've ever thrown a medicine ball. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, that. that kind of thing. Just push out. Gotcha. Um, it was actually a really cool Kinect game. Uh, it yeah. didn't work perfectly. Mm -hmm. uh, the PlayStation 3 port, um, arguably better because it used the PlayStation Move. Right. Uh, so you had something that was a lot more precise than, say, a Wii Remote. Yeah. Um, but you still had that immediacy. Yeah. Uh, of the Kinect-ish kind of controls. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like either version of, of that game is really cool. That one's a lot more overt with its story about a woman being born in the internet. Mm. Um, and then her becoming manifest in reality. Okay. Um, Res deals with a lot of those themes. It's just not as overt. Right. The... There, there is a sense of enlightenment that you're kind of gaining throughout Res. Absolutely, yeah. and that actually, and spoilers, I guess. <laughs> um, something happens in uh, in Res mm -hmm. when you get to Area Five, right? Um, Area Five is probably like one of the not since post tanker level in Metal Gear Solid Two mm -hmm. have most people seen something that takes a left turn as much as this. Right. Um Area Five yeah. breaks the entire format and the world looks much more real. Okay. You in Area Five you are effectively leaving the computer. Gotcha. And yeah. you are becoming manifest. You are becoming so, man. You're becoming real. It's it's an interesting portrayal. The yeah. I would strongly recommend. Like you can actually beat all of Res in less than an hour. Right. Um, it's worth seeing at least once. Area Five is so dramatically different than the rest of that game. Mm -hmm. And I remember beating areas one through four, and never unlocking Area Five. Right. And just thinking like, well, that game was cool. It's a hella short thing and. <laughs> I don't really know what it was about. And then I, I'd heard somebody mention Area 5, and I went back to my copy for the PS2 and dug it back out. And, right. Uh, ended up unlocking Area 5. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Ooh. And that's where my appreciation from that game went from, oh, Res seems like kind of a cool thing, to, yeah. yo, you guys probably need to play Res. Right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, the the older versions of that game are incredibly hard to find. Right. It's uh, it's an interesting thing because it's, uh, it's such an early take on something that's kind of uh, done in video games quite a lot, usually done pretty well, um, uh, is that, you know, what is humanity? What is, you know, computer sentience, blah, blah, blah. What's the difference? You know, where's that fine line of, of uh, creation? The thing versus... I, would, I would say with Res in itself is more so than, like, the definition of humanity. Yeah. I would say that, in my opinion, I always feel like that game has implications of, all right, we've created artificial intelligence mm -hmm. 
but artificial intelligence, if it's truly effective, yeah, develops curiosity, which is the thing that right. that's humanity. Yeah, it's yeah. not just our ability to think for ourselves. Right, it's our ability to question, question and think beyond. Exactly, yeah. and you know, like you can take somebody who's been force-fed the same right. knowledge their entire life. If they yeah. never actually question it. They're usually not a very enlightened individual. Right. They're just very smart. Right. Yes. You know? uh, which is interesting because it does have that tone of enlightenment as you as you build up your white bar and your character sort of mm-hmm. becomes less and less of a of a wireframe and becomes more framed and more yep. polygoned and then eventually just as you said I didn't see this but as you said goes into a, a sort of state of zen yeah kind sitting of cross-legged inside yeah. of this orb and that yeah. becomes your character right um, you're you know completely at peace with this chaotic computer <laughs> yeah. world around right you. yeah um, and it's it's very fascinating the mm-hmm. uh, the thing I'll give Rez is that the the pursuit of perfection in that game is incredibly rewarding. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not just about beating a level. It's about beating a level and getting all the items. And it's not just about beating a level and getting all the items. It's beating the level, getting all the items, killing all the enemies, collecting all the items, and (laughs) just... And never being hit. Right. So you finish every level in the state of Zen. Right, yeah. And that's how you end up unlocking Area 5. Right. That's that's your secret unlock. Right. Is that you need to beat the levels 100%. Right. And then you unlock this completely different experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this that's new, cool. That's yes. pretty awesome. Yeah. And it's just, I like I said, I had owned that game for years and didn't know. Yeah. Um, and the, you know, the really cool thing about, uh, you don't have to work for Area X, the new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't necessarily a retro part, but it is part of this retro game now. Sure. Uh, and I would actually say, like, really kind of integral to somebody who's owned this game before, what would push them over the edge now. Right. Is that, uh, Area X runs on Unreal Engine 4. Okay. And has probably the most impressive particle effects I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah. And the uh, all of Area X is free-flying. Mm-hmm. You're no longer a Panzer Dragoon man. Right. You choose to fly, and you choose your own speed. And, uh, right. Area 5 had a lot of these elements as well. Yeah. But this is all new technology, and it's like, if Area 5, everything's starting to come together, it's like Area X feels like this is near that totality, near that right. moment where it's about... To, you know, synthesize. Yeah, yeah, you're about to get there, yeah. And it's very, very cool. And it, it takes yeah. a uh, it takes a lot of nods, I would say, from Child of Eden. Okay. Uh, and, you know, it would be nice if... Granted, I think Ubisoft actually owns that game. Yeah. So I'd be curious if they would ever end up launching that on PC. But it would be yeah. nice to see that game. It, nowhere near as good as Res. Sure. But it would be cool to see, like, that family of games come. But Yeah, release that on Oculus or anything like that. They probably yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't think I want to play one of those games anymore without, <laughs> without being in VR. Yeah. Uh, that's it's, impressive. That's, that's a me personal thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but for me to be able to sit down and play all of Res, like, granted, I have the Iron Stomach for VR. Sure, yeah. Um, a lot of people would probably feel a little dizzy by that. Uh, or some people get lazy eyes. Yeah. Uh, well, I won't say lazy eyes, tired eyes. Tired eyes, yeah. Um, I don't suffer from tired eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- then again, I have configured the shit out of mine. Sure, It is, sure. like, and some people put it on and out. Like, you try to tell them how to adjust the lenses and everything right, and, they, yeah. uh, and shift it up and down in your head. Like, most people don't really get super comfortable with VR until they have their own and they fuck with they it. They fuck with it around, yeah, until they have it right. 
Uh, it's true. Uh, I I do get a little bit tired. It takes a while for my eyes to like like be like, all right, I can't look at this anymore. Uh, but uh, I can get there. Like I can definitely see like you know because I don't. I Most probably... people, it's around thirty minutes at a time. Yeah, yeah. I can go a little bit further than that. Uh, I can usually go about an hour before I'm just like, all right, I have to take this off. Yeah. So. Uh, there's only one game that physically made me weird out, and it wasn't didn't physically make me ill, but it was that disc game. Uh, oh yeah, disc jam. Yeah, disc jam. No, rip coil. Rip coil. Rip coil was just like I the idea that I was moving but not moving just yeah. like it threw me off. That is like, oh, I'm moving because I'm leaning. I get it. I don't like that. If it, <laughs> I think if that game made you bend more, it would yeah. have affected me less. Yeah, it's the fact that these little tiny little movements, tiny movements will make you just you know and I. I can see that they don't want you to have to Shawn Michaels in the middle of your living room. Right, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, that movie yeah, it sure was. Yeah, it was a little movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like that's one of the reasons why the locomotion never felt right in there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I I have zero issues with it for the most part. Now, sure. there is one game that did make me almost throw up immediately, and I played uh, it because I had heard that it would make you throw up. Yeah. And I... Did it on purpose, uh, <laughs> just to see if it was. Like yep, that uh, the International Space Station game, which is free on Oculus. Okay, um, you are in the International Space Station. If you grab handles and rip it down, you zoom through that motherfucker, <laughs> and you're in zero G, and you're flipping around. And wow. whoa, I got sick almost immediately. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm clearly not completely resistant to this. I have uh, found my limits, sir. Yep. It's always good to find your limit. That's always. I love good to test my limits. Yeah, it's it's kind of my good. thing. It really is always good to find it. Like, it's like uh, if you if you're if you think you're spent in a workout, uh, try and run up that hill until uh, you're fucking done. Like, because it's good to know that. Like, uh, don't injure yourself. That's never good. But well, you know, like, just go until you feel like, even though I'm not back to where my shit is. Yeah. Maybe I got to take a knee for a minute. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. And then just walk. And then just walk and wear it out. You know? And that's exactly, uh, believe it or not, uh, when I started doing the running, yeah. what I would do was I would run mm-hmm. in a straight line yeah. until I felt like I couldn't really run anymore. Right. And I would turn around and come back. Right. Because even if I walked that entire distance, I ran yeah. as far as, as I far could, as possibly you could possibly run. Go. Yeah. And, then, and that's yeah. how I started running. Yeah. And yeah. it... It's the same thing with, you know, getting yourself acclimated to, like, VR. Right. Or mouse sensitivity is a good example of that. Right. People are like, oh, the mouse moves too quick. Yeah. Well, just turn, turn, it, turn down, it down. And then just start beep, 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 yeah. beep. beep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And eventually you'll get used to it. Right. Adjust uh, your settings, guys. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just, uh, well, and fucking test yourself. Like, yeah. I, it's like people that fucking, here's a good example of it. People that play shit like Smash Brothers. Yeah. Like, I only want to play on the GameCube controller. Yeah. Alright. I'm sure that that's a really good way to play this thing. Right. That's a 20-year-old controller. Right. Maybe there's another possible way we could set up the control mechanism that would be better. Right. Maybe in the last 20 years, somebody (laughs) came up with a good fucking idea. (laughs) Maybe that Pro Controller on the Switch when uh, Smash Brothers comes out for it. That would be pretty nice. Um, Oh, uh, I got a PSA speaking of Pro Controller for the fucking Switch. Yeah? Nyko made a wired one of those things for 30 bucks. Yeah? That is an abortion. (laughs) 
That bad, huh? Oh my! The, I, I thought you were gonna say that it was like, oh, get that. I honestly thought you were gonna say, get it. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Stay as I, far away as humanly possible. That is great. Get this. <laughs> you can't use that thing mm. if the if the system like if you're on the go. Oh, really? Because it it's a be USB wired thing. Right. So, so you can't be, just like prop it, it up on a desk. Right. It has to be docked so you can... And, oh, wow. Yeah. And there's no USB port on that fucking thing. Well, that's thing. why it's $30. Well, and the D-pad <laughs> is... It looks like somebody was halfway through designing a D-pad for a controller. It sits on the thing and you can see under it. Wow. And it's a hu- huge disc with yeah. a D-pad in the middle of it. And you can just... There's like a good quarter of an inch around this whole fucking thing. <laughs> And it looks like somebody was designing it, and they got promoted and said, yeah, this project's done. I'm going to my new office. And they left and said, like, well, it doesn't look done, but Bill did get promoted. And we should probably put this out. 30 bucks. That's why it's $30. That's why he's got a corner office now, too. That's why he's got a corner office. That $30 price point. But yeah, uh, I, I yeah. hate to drift too far from this, but, you know, like, okay. Res it has been, has been and will always be. Uh, I think a borderline transformative experience for me as far mm-hmm. as uh, games that obfuscate mm-hmm. the video gameness of themselves so much that it just right. it doesn't feel like you're playing a game. It feels like you're doing a thing. Right? Yeah, you're like you're basically like you're escaping it. You know? It's, yeah, it's sort of you're like- just. <laughs> it, like I'm not paying attention to like combos. Like, granted, right. I played this game so many times. I'm just listening to beep 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 But I'm just I'm really like, and you can actually see it. I did a stream of this. If you go check out our Twitch archive, mm-hmm. like half the time I'm just looking around, yeah, uh, and just taking it in, yeah. And that's what I'm doing. It's an interactive screensaver for me in a certain way. Right. With just like some of the best music you've ever heard. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, the story stuff is great. But even if you choose to never even submerge yourself in any of that, it doesn't matter. Right. I just hope that this means that Enhanced Games is going to make another one of these things. Because right. I think the world could use one. Right. I think if there's anything that the world in 2017 could use, <laughs> it's another excuse to kind of escape reality. <laughs> it, uh, I, it's kind of weird right now, it, you guys. <laughs> I guess it's it's more. I just I don't know. It, I I think everything it, everywhere. It's yeah. like you know people <laughs> yelling with nukes and all this bullshit. Yeah, it's just it's whatever. It, it's <laughs> it, it, it's just escapism and, is is an important thing it, for me. It's alive and well. Yeah, and <laughs> and that has nothing to do with politics as, as much as it's just like. Yeah. I would like to have a couple hours in the evening where I can come home, not turn on the fucking news. Yeah, which I never do anymore anyway. And just <laughs> kind of drift into VR. Agreed. Which Agreed. is probably why I'm going to get Elite Dangerous and become a <laughs> sick space trucker. <laughs> a sick space trucker. We're going to come in on you. Like, when we finally get to the ability of where we can like sustain ourselves inside of our video games, where it's like... A whole sustainable experience. Oh, it's gonna be that Bruce Willis movie, right? Yeah, we're just gonna be we're just gonna be floating in a bubble, like just like just like twirling around in a in a, in a zero grav bubble, and that's gonna be our uh, our existence. What was that now. movie called? That Bruce Willis movie? Uh, surrogates. Surrogates. Yeah, surrogates. That yeah. movie's okay. It's all right. Yeah, I, I remember it getting really panned, but then I didn't didn't dislike it as much. Well, I think a lot of the reason that it got panned is that like so they totally had Bruce Willis. At the very beginning, he's like, yeah. kind of dressed like 1950s cop, but it's the future sort of thing. Yeah. And he had hair. Yeah. And they airbrushed the 
shit out of him to look like he's 30. Yeah. yeah and it was weird. Because later they needed to show actual Bruce Willis. Yeah. Uh, so it looks weird. It's like every Mila Jovovich movie where you're like, yeah. are you a porcelain person? <laughs> are you because a they have done horrible things to your skin with those computer effects. <laughs> are you a mannequin? <laughs> Her husband needs to stop letting them do that. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, whatever. That, I, I actually, like, that's like the only reason those movies exist is for her and her husband to have jobs. That's like it. I, I honestly don't think I, they, I guess they make money. That I, last one, Resident Evil movie. Yeah. Was kind of cool. Well, they're all fucking insane at this point. It's no, all like, no. Like the first, well, no, that's what three I mean. Three were fun. The, the first three, three the first three were just goofy and like they weren't like crazy enough. One of them was Mad Max, right? They were, but she had psionic powers. That was pretty nuts. That wasn't that four. I thought that was four. Which had the psionic power. That might have been three. I can't fucking remember. The Mad Max I, one is the third or fourth. That's the one. third one. Yes. So that is the one she has psionic powers. I think maybe mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah, all remember. the crows and yeah. she kills them. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just madness. Uh... That that whole series is just it's just insane. I watched the first three and then the seventh one. Don't yeah. ask me what happened in. The no, 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 I don't know what happened in between. There you go. Uh, so yeah, final chapter. I still haven't seen the seventh one just because it's like, you should. There's, it's there's stupid and real fun. <laughs> the fact that movies make it to seven now is just like oh my god. We had the eighth Fast and the Furious. I know. Come out this year. We had the eighth Fast and the Furious, and they signed on for three more. I know. Fast and the Furious eleven. Oh, Get that through your fucking skull. Oh god. <laughs> like what is that going to be called? And think about it. We'd already be past eight if Paul Walker didn't die because they ended yeah. up. Losing like a year and a half trying to figure out what the fuck are we going to do with this movie that's almost done. <laughs> oh We're just going to go back and reshoot everybody just being really sad all the time. <laughs> uh, not like that thing is such. Not only that, uh, that that terrible Wiz Khalifa uh, song for it. Uh, oh yeah, that topped. Uh, uh, that was like number one song of last year. Yeah, it well it topped uh, freaking uh, Gangnam Style for uh, most views on YouTube. Oh wow. Yeah, it's two billion over two billion. It's insane. Oh wow. That's insane. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, like. Yeah, it's like 2.1 billion views. Oh, wow. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I'll admit, the first time I heard that song, I'm like, oh, you know, they made this for that, you know, from that actor that I really liked that died. <laughs> yeah, you know, right? that's, that's cool. Yeah. And then when you see it in the movie, you're like, oh, that was a touching scene. Like, yeah. you know, later, Paul, you know, <laughs> it was good having you, brother. Good having you, bro. And then for bro. 2 billion other people to watch it a bunch on YouTube, Jesus like, Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm sorry, it's been dethroned already. My God, what's happening? <laughs> There's more what's people. I apologize. Okay, Gangnam Style was 2.9 billion. Uh, See You Again by Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth uh, was 3 billion. And Despas- Despacito? Oh, Despacito. Despacito yeah, by Louis Fonzi. But it's uh, got uh, Justin Bieber on it. Yeah. Oh, does it have Bieber on it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's 3.2 billion. That was, views. to be fair, that was the summer banger. That okay. like you know, I'm a summer jams enthusiast. Gotcha. That yeah. that song was super hot fire. Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, I didn't personally love it, but the smoke on the street was super hot fire. <laughs> the super the smoke on the street was it was super hot fire. Yes. My name is Dylon. I speed hot fire. <laughs> What's Dylon? Where's Dylon's four billion? I'm telling you. I think that's just an indication that more people watch YouTube videos than they ever have before. Because uh, I think that's more of a, a general audience type of stuff that's going on. Uh, well, it's yeah, in a lot of so. situations, it's replacing the people that used to have a transistor radio sitting there playing 97-something. It's true. The Hound. The Hound. Yeah, it's true. 
Uh, that's cool, though. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's it for our episode. We talked about res. We talked about uh, what is humanity again. Uh, like synthetic. I'm humanity. sorry that I no, keep no. picking games. No, but it, it's a good. But maybe it's the fact that it's in every goddamn game. It's in now. every game, and it actually is explored very well in the gaming platform. Yeah, we're not just not, picking bad examples. No, it's like it's all like pretty explored very well, and we're pretty stoked for about Detroit too. So <laughs> that Detroit game. Looks I'm weird. curious. Yeah. The, the, I wouldn't say stoked. stoked. Okay. Well, <laughs> the the moment I saw that game at E3, I was just like, well, Haas is going to enjoy that. <laughs> That's what I said. It's like it's Detroit. It's about humanity. What is humanity? It's about robots. Well, go back to June, whatever, whatever the Sony conference was. Right. Like, so they show that entire Detroit trailer, and the entire time I'm just like, oh shit, it's that guy from Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> oh, this dude is totally that guy. <laughs> it was all like, just. I think his face in that more than any performance capture I've ever seen. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly that guy. <laughs> that's him. Yeah. It, like, fuck you, Ellen Page. This is really him. <laughs> when it didn't feel like Robot Man version of that thing, it was right. like just so like, yeah, the way that like his eyes will tense when yeah. he thinks about things. It's like, oh, that's yeah. the way that that dude really looks. Right. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. yeah. So. Be, it should be fun. We'll it makes when somebody has an uncanny yeah. valley moment right. way weirder. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh god, you are a computer. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> when someone has that bu- when someone has that big bow look on their face. <laughs> oh. oh. No, like, that's oh. the most human look of all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's my favorite screenshot of all it's time. A, it's one of the best. <laughs> I use it anytime I can. <laughs> 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 Uh, but yeah, man, uh, that's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, what do you want to do next week? You want to do the debate? I think I think we need to get to a debate. We got to get to one of these things. Okay. Uh, I think we'll go into a debate bit, uh, and we'll do that thing. I think it'll be fun. Uh, we might uh, cover something else, but we've been wanting to explore like different types of uh, you know episodes, like when we talk about like, like you mentioned, uh, just talking about the you know what did we talk about at the beginning or earlier uh, the the importance of that. Uh, square, square, square on, uh, on the place the PS One stuff like that. I think that's interesting topics that we get like a, a full room in the DNN with, and like uh, just talk about that stuff. I think it'd be fun. And I've actually got uh, because I'm I'm gonna win the the Bioshock debate. Obviously, yeah. I've got a fallback okay uh, argument. Okay, yeah, that you might lose. Is that the or that it'll be harder. Oh yeah, <laughs> it'll be harder. And, well, it's just because I don't think that most people in the room will have played it. Right. Yeah, but. I've got a really good point. Okay, gotcha. Singularity is better than Bioshock 2. Interesting. Okay. Singularity is that Russian-looking Bioshock game. Oh, yeah, okay. With the time travel. Interesting, all right. It's better. It's better. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, awesome. Uh, we'll... So we'll do, we'll do part one. Part one. And then at some point in the future, <laughs> uh, we'll bring back the loser bracket. <laughs> Bioshock 2 to face Singularity. Singularity, that'll work. All right, cool, man. Uh, but that's going to do it for this episode. Check us out at VideoDestruct.com, also on the DNN at DestinationComics.com, uh, and all that stuff. Uh, check us out on Facebook at VideoDestruct, and at VideoDestruct on Twitter. You can also follow me on Twitter at Hoss underscore Buddy. Also, as I said earlier, well, as usual, I talk to wrestlers yes. and talk about video game deals and weird shit. Obviously. Uh, but... As I said earlier, our Twitch yes. is super active. I'm yes. on almost every night playing at least a couple hours, 10 yeah. o'clock-ish mm-hmm. uh, Eastern time, sometimes earlier. Follow me on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you know, just 
you'll usually get the lowdown that I'm streaming. Uh, if you follow us on yeah. the Twitch app, it will let you know when people go live as well. So if yes. you just want to watch from your phone. Yes. Um, yeah, I would strongly recommend faving us mm -hmm. on Twitch uh, so that you know when we're doing really dumb shit. And yeah. man, some of these runs that we've had lately... <laughs> I almost fell out of my house. I laughed so hard the other day over the fucking dumbass thing that I did, uh, which was great. Um, and uh, you, if you weren't watching, you also missed Eric uh, in a tunnel getting crushed by his own Jeep. By his own Jeep. <laughs> and that was really good. That's always fun to, to see. Uh, but yeah, go check out the Twitch channel. Uh, we'll also be doing our live stream uh, coming up in October, November. Um, well, here's the thing. The official date I believe it's November 4th, gotcha. uh, but Gus has a conflict on that day, so we're going to do it the last week of October, if at all possible. Okay. Um, although it sounds like Eric might have a conflict that day, so I, mm -hmm. I don't know what we're going to do. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so there's a very good chance that somebody's going to have to split off and do their own weekend or right. something. I don't right. know. Gotcha. Um, because Eric has his Halloween plane party party. party. Yeah, last weekend. Yeah. I, I don't so. know and I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right then uh we'll figure it out no worries uh but we'll be having a live stream but we need to settle soon but also yeah, yeah. If, if you just go to extra life and look for the team video destruct yeah um i'm registered gus is already registered yeah uh, please donate this year we're giving to uh norton healthcare yeah uh children's hospital yeah um so all the money goes to sick kids that mm -hmm. doesn't go to us at all it's yeah. all a uh tax deductible charitable donation yeah you write it off on your taxes at the end of the year yeah uh and and every dollar also goes uh, to help uh, sick kids. Sick kids. Uh, you did sick kids. I'm going to not do that. Yeah, over the course of the uh, <laughs> three years that we've done this already, this is year yeah. four for us. We've already raised like five grand. Yeah. Uh, you know, for sick children. I mean, you yep. know, that's, uh, it's one of the things I'm most proud of that we do at this site every year. Yep. Uh, and it's also the season finale for us yes. uh, for the year. Yeah. So uh, we're going to take a br brief respite at that point, uh, mm -hmm. let everybody get crazy with the holiday releases and then come back back in January and settle game of the year stuff and then yep. roll on like we do as usual. Yep. So, there we go. Um, I don't think I have anything else today. Awesome. Cool. That's it for this episode. We gotta go! We're out of time! We gotta go! See you next week on Thunder! Thank you for listening. D-N-N.